just when you thought there was no hope for baby boomers. It's the Rational Boomer Podcast. Logic, common sense, compassion. Yeah, who knew? Now, here's Mike. We are back on the Rational Boomer Podcast. Hopefully your day is going well. It is Tuesday. This show, we've got one of those special shows where we have listeners coming on the program, but uh, this guy's more than a listener. He's also a TikTok personality, and he also has a podcast. And he's also been on the program before. You probably remember Dewey. Now, Dewey's got some insights about uh, the world today, the news, the politics and such, but he's also an expert in terms of taxes. And I know he was a, a, a of help to some folks that listened last time as we get closer and closer to tax season. First of all, Dewey, thanks for consenting to come on one more time. Well, uh, thanks for having me on. I appreciate that very much. Um, So did you get, after the show last time, did you get people contacting you that needed help? Um, I did have a couple uh, that reached out, um, one uh one is a he's in you know your age group and he was uh speaking to me about some some real bullshit that the IRS is uh doing to him and <laughs> I I I'm not going to have that um and I try to make appointments with him and stuff and I mean, if you folks need help, uh, you go to www.taxpayer.one. Uh, www.taxpayer.one. I'll help you out with uh, what I can. Well, yeah, that's what we need to tell folks. Uh, Dewey is is a tax expert, and he's an advocate for folks having difficulties with the uh, with the IRS. Uh, he does it for a business, but he does a lot of pro bono stuff. Uh, he's really interested in helping people first and foremost. So if you're dealing with some issues with taxes, this is no scam that they're going to take a bunch of money from you. I wouldn't have him on the show if he was doing that. I know about those people. I've talked to those people, and they are the scourge of the earth. Dewey's on the opposite end of the spectrum. He is truly out there to help folks. And and if you have, I mean, even if you just have questions, just contact him, and he'd be happy to answer the questions. It's not going to cost you any money to ask him a question. Um, Dewey's doing good work out there and important work, and if you need some help, he's the guy to talk to. Absolutely. Um, yeah, if you're owing money to the IRS or, you know, uh, you're, some states, I, you know, their tax codes, I don't know, but they're the larger states I'm pretty good with. But, yeah, I work out of Utah. So um, if you ask, if you contact me and ask me a question, I'm going to have to answer it hypothetically. So um, because you wouldn't be my client. Um, so if you just have a few questions. You're welcome to contact me for that. Uh, but, you know, unless I am your uh, tax uh, consultant or preparer or whatever the hell you want me to be, um, I, uh, yeah, I can't answer questions um, without, represent- without representing you. And uh, people are starting to think probably I'm, I'm not a lawyer. I have to say that. Right. But yeah, if 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 you don't think that you can afford 
uh, if you don't think that you can afford help, uh, yeah, go to my website and um, apply. I mean, the uh, qualifications for you to get pro bono is pretty loose. So, Right. Well, bottom line is he could be very helpful to you in a time and in a situation that might be very concerning to you, and he may be able to alleviate some of the stress on you. So reach out to Dewey. And what's, what's your website again? www.taxpayer.one1 yes sir yep okay perfect check in with uh with uh dewey now you came to me just a month or so ago and wanted to come on having to do with taxes and we're going to get to some of the current news too because dewey's got some insights there but you came to me with something that has to do with taxes but not so much personal taxes it is kind of political in nature because you know we're seeing all these churches getting very political, which is, I don't, I wouldn't say it's not legal, but it's certainly not ethical given they don't pay taxes. And, and you had some insight to that. So please tell us about that. Well, uh, actually excessive lobbying inside of a church uh, behind a pulpit is highly illegal um, because um, it, it violates separation of church and state. Um, but the people that, talk that that used um like today's like for example let's use greg Locke. um there's there's a form out there that very few people know about and um every week uh greg Locke is behind the pulpit saying things if you uh you cannot be a christian and vote democrat um saying that democrats uh eat babies and drink the blood of babies things like that right. um he is just not allowed to do so um i uh, was thinking there has to be a form because there's a form for everything uh, with the irs and there is um what you do is you uh, can go either to my website or google and put uh type in 13909 uh form 13909 and you fill it out. Um, if you need help on how to fill it out, uh, you can go to my website, and I have a an example filled out there. Uh, and I highlight areas that people would frequently miss. Um, but it is just uh, deweyshow.com slash 13909. And there's, all, uh, there's an example, and then underneath that, there's a link to the direct uh, form. And you can identify yourself uh, or not. You, so you, you're just basically a whistleblower. Right. Um, and it doesn't matter if you go to this church. It doesn't matter if you are at the church or if you see it online. Uh, just write down the link uh, of the video. And if I were you, I would uh, record what the area that you're talking about Um and upload it to your own YouTube. That way, you know it won't be taken down um, when they start feeling the heat. So you'll always have that evidence. Right, right. So, so basically, if if you're seeing some kind of clergyman or woman preaching whatever they're preaching, whether you believe that or not isn't an issue. If they start getting political about this and saying that. Democrats are demonic or whatever they say. And we know that there are some preachers that do that. Oh, yeah. 
as a citizen, you have a right to complain and you don't have to be a member of that church. Like you said to me, you could see something online and see this guy saying it, download the, uh, um, the, the speech that they're giving as proof that they are breaking the law. Cause as you say, they are breaking the law apparently. And, and IRS has always had this kind of thing, this whistleblower thing. Anybody can turn anybody in, uh, for anything and, you know, that doesn't mean they're going to be convicted, but if there's any proof that shows that the accusation is right, <laughs> those fuckers are going to have some problems. And and many clergy but, people will have these problems if people call them out on it. Yeah, they'll lose, uh, potentially lose their 501c3 status, which uh, gives them the right uh, to not have to pay taxes. So essentially, uh, if you... Uh, are correct and uh you know everything that uh they talk about if it is political it has to be blatantly political uh like greg walk i'm using him again that you cannot be a christian and vote democrat in this country that that's excessive lobbying um and what will happen is he will end up losing possibly his 501c3 status, and that's going to hit him in the wallet. Because he'll um, have to pay taxes. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, yeah, I certainly re- have recommended that uh, form more than any uh, form that I've ever uh, given out. I've been asked for that form more than any other advice. So... Well, hasn't Greg uh, hasn't Greg Locke lost his nonprofit status? Because I remember he came on after a lot of people complained about him, and he came on very proud and loud and says, "You know, I they say I could lose our nonprofit status, so I'm the hero. I just gave up on it. I gave it away." Which seems a lot like a Trump fuck would say. You get your ass kicked, and you say, "Well, I just wanted to do it anyway." I, I thought he lost his yeah. status. Well, he claims that he, he said, I uh, got my lawyer and I had my lawyer uh, remove that IRS 501c3 and I looked it up and that's bullshit. He did not. Um, so uh, the video that I made, it got about 200,000 uh, views and people were saying, uh, where do I get this form? Even though I say it in the video, you know how some people are. They yeah. just get excited and then they're like, where do I get this? So. I made another video talking about it, um, but yeah, it's one three nine zero nine, and it, it, Greg Locke lost his five hundred one c three status about three or four days after I made that video, and people were tagging larger creators like the North Omaha Cat Lady, and um, uh, I don't remember the other uh, gal that was doing it, but uh, she. Uh, made a video. They both made videos about the form, and I am very much convinced that we had his five hundred one c three at least temporarily revoked because yeah. of all the complaints that were happening at once. If you've never seen Greg Locke, go on YouTube or go on TikTok and put in Greg Locke L O C K E. And this guy is a piece of fucking work. He claims oh, to yeah. be a preacher, but uh, He's basically an insider of violence. He's a purveyor of lies. 
and he is a piece of shit. There is no question about it. And hopefully he does get taken down. The idea that he would willingly give up his nonprofit status is ridiculous because that's a lot of money. Think about a, a church that's making $5 million, say. How much taxes would he have to pay if he was made to pay taxes? It's a lot of money, probably oh, a couple million, or oh, not having to pay. Yeah. It would cost him millions of dollars if he lost his nonprofit. So, if Just you send the self-employment tax alone, right? Like, so, I mean, should I pay that? And I, I uh, work with in, into the negative almost every year because right. of the pro bono work that I do. Right, right. Well, um, so as Dewey's is saying, Dewey is saying, if you're either in a church or see a preacher go political, and they're not supposed to. It is illegal. You can go to Dewey's website, and uh, you can fill out the the form and make your complaint, and you're certainly entitled to do that. It is a law that's being broken, and these people at that point, for all intents and purposes, are stealing money from the U.S. government, and they should be exposed as such. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Um yeah, uh, a lot of uh, administrations really look past uh, the whole separation of church and state thing because to them it's not a big deal, but it really is. Um, there, there was a woman who was an adamant uh, atheist, that's what she called herself, um, in the 50s and 60s and such. and um, Madeline she, Murray O'Hare. Yes, yes. And she said, I don't want my fucking kids to happen to pray at school, so uh, knock this shit off. And they were like, no. And so she sued their asses, and she won. She won, yeah. She, yeah. Um, she, she was a trailblazing badass. And uh, I think that that form was born shortly after her movement. Well, well, the thing about Madeline Murray O'Hare, she was very well known in the 60s and 70s. And I think people thought of her as a villain because she was anti-Christian. She was an atheist. But And I, I don't remember the story fully, but I think she just disappeared one day, presumably yeah. killed by her son or something like that. But it, the whole story from beginning to end was weird. She really very rose in, in infamy, basically. Because, you know, back in the 60s and 70s, how dare you come after religion? That was the attitude. So when she did what she did, she was hated by a lot of people other than the atheists. Oh, absolutely. I mean, uh, she had her house. Uh, people were throwing uh, Molotov cocktails at her house and shit when she had a newborn baby. Yeah. And uh, there's actually a, a Hulu uh it's a pretty decent documentary. It follows her, Gloria Steinem, and uh, God, what was her name? I can't remember, but she was, uh, we were like on the cusp of passing the Equal Rights Amendment. Phyllis, uh, Sha Phyllis Shafley. She's the one that fought against it? Yeah. Um, Phyllis it Shafley. follows her, yeah, as well. And I highly recommend it. I believe it's Mrs. or Miss America, so... I think I've seen that, and it is it is pretty good. I'm a big documentary guy, so I watch a lot of documentaries. All right, Dewey, I wanted to get to some of the news at hand. I mean, we we had a few things happen yesterday. 
that are kind of big news, and I wanted to get your perception of some of these things. First of all, Joe Biden makes a surprise visit to Kiev in Ukraine. He's going to Poland for a uh, for a meeting or what have you with Polish uh, Polish officials, but totally out of the blue, he decided to show up in Kiev and meet with President Zelensky. This was a pretty gutsy thing. I mean, it was kept quiet. But, you know, here we have a U.S. president in a war-torn country, in a war zone. I mean, it was kind of eerie. They showed Biden walking down the street with Zelensky and the air raid sirens are going off in the back. He shows up and he basically rubs Vladimir Putin's nose in it. And 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 I'm sure he's pissed off to no no extent. And, and now the Ukrainians really get a sense how much the United States is behind them, and uh, um, and is uh, um, hopefully bringing some spirits up, or at least feeling better about it in Ukraine about the U.S. In spite of all the billions we've given them, what was your immediate reaction when you found out that Joe all of a sudden pops up in Ukraine? My first reaction, I well, two kind of hit me at the same time, Mike. Well, one was, what a badass. Yeah, uh, that's kind of a badass thing to do. I mean, uh, other than Lincoln, I can't think of a president who was in an active war zone like that. I mean, Bush did visit uh, Afghanistan and Iraq, uh, you know, unannounced, but he was in some safer areas where Biden is in the areas that the sirens are going off saying, you know, take cover. But I, I thought, you know, he, what, what a presidential thing to do. And then the second thought that hit me immediately uh, was Donald Trump. He would never do something like this because he doesn't have the stones to do it. No, he definitely doesn't. This whole trip from the U S to Ukraine and to Poland was like a 10 hour, 10 hour uh, odyssey. And, you know, the idea of getting a president on this trip for 10 hours is pretty amazing when you, when you, especially when you look at uh, ADHD diaper, Donnie Trump, that fucker couldn't <laughs> keep himself busy. We'd have to get him three Sudoku books to keep that fucker busy on that trip. He would have never done it. He has no courage. He has no balls. You know, he would have more likely gone to to Russia to kiss Putin's ass. Uh, but the interesting thing is, is now you watch all the Trump fucks and the uh, right wing media. They're very mad at uh, at Joe Biden for doing this. How could you do this? And frankly, the reason they're mad isn't that he did it. It's because he embarrassed the piss out of them. He does it every time. They keep trying to tell us he has dementia, that he's diminished, that he's this, that he's weak. But every time he slaps them in the mouth and keeps moving. We saw it in the State of the Union, and now we see it him going to to Ukraine. That State of the Union was uh, politic art, politic art, uh, because <laughs> he fucking put those Republicans in their place because uh, he, they knew that the whole uh, United States was watching. And he said, look, there's some of you, and I'm not saying there's a lot of you that want to take away this social the so, uh, social security, Medicaid, and they started booing. And he's like, okay, so you're all with me then. We're not going. So basically, he, flopped, he flipped them, 
in front of the entire country like a like a chess master. Yeah, he negotiate. He basically negotiated the uh, debt ceiling thing and this Medicare and Social Security thing from the podium. He played. It's ironic that the Republicans are constantly trying to own the libtards, and all that happens is Joe Biden keeps owning the Trumplefox every time. I mean, it's got to be embarrassing to them. They act like they're not, that they're mad. Joe's diminished. Well, if Joe's diminished, he just kicked your ass at least twice in the last month, and uh, that doesn't seem diminished to me. Right. What does that make you if he's uh, yeah, dementia? <laughs> what, what does that make you? Because he just pulled your ass like a you were a puppet on a on strings. So, uh, what, what does that make you? Uh, and I, what I like about Biden is he is what I like to call in politics a silent killer. Because um, Donald Trump, anytime any person uh, anywhere would say anything negative about him, he was on Twitter immediately. And he would bitch and moan and cry. Uh, news people, po- uh, po- uh, political people, it didn't matter. He yeah. would get on Twitter and bitch about it. Joe is not about that life. He's working about. He's working on uh, actually fixing our uh, country, and then he uses his. Uh, I think it was twenty something years and. Uh, Congress and uh, as a senator, he uses his political, uh, his political uh, cap. He's been using his political capital um, as well as his the things that he has personally learned. Well, that's that. You know, that's the whole thing. Is if you throw everything out, the uh, the uh, um, corruption, the criminality. If you throw that all out. You got Joe Biden, who actually has probably 30 to 40 years in Congress and being a vice president and now a president. He's got about 30 to 40 years in that. So he knows how to play the game. Donald Trump came to this game not knowing the rules, thinking he was more powerful enough to change the rules to fit his his desires. Well, he quickly found out that was not the case. The U.S. government and, and, and politics is far bigger than Donald Trump, and he couldn't fucking handle it. So just on that basis, Joe Biden kicks Donald Trump's ass every time. Oh, 100%. Like, uh, we, the first debate, Donald Trump was like, blah, blah, blah. like you would be talking, and I would just interrupt you just for the sake of interrupting you. It made Donald Trump look like a... Uh, a coward, frankly, because he wouldn't let Joe Biden re- make any uh, type of retort. And then uh, on live TV, Biden goes, oh, shut up, man. Just, like and yeah. he said that to the point where all of us were. We were we had it. We had it up to here with Trump uh, interrupting him and not letting him answer uh, questions. Um, and then he finally says what all of us are saying, which is just shut up, man. Yeah, well, you know, the way, way I explain it to people is uh, is that Donald Trump is a ranting, raving little toddler, and Joe yeah. Biden's almost like Clint Eastwood. It's very calm, very measured, and it's make my day, motherfucker. <laughs> and, and, he, and he knows how to play the system so well yeah. that he backs them into a corner and makes them look fucking stupid. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I call uh, Biden cool hand Luke because that's what he is. He just chill. 
And that's yeah. why I call him a, a silent killer too in politics because he'll speak out and he'll do things uh, when they need to be uh, talked about when they need to be done the most. So, uh, you know, going back to the State of the Union, uh, he, like you said, basically uh, did what no congressional or Senate whip can do to whip these votes into place. He did it on national TV. Now they're all accountable for it. And he did it in five minutes. Exactly. He did it in five minutes. And that, that was truly amazing. And, and, and people say, well, did it work? Yeah, it worked. They're fucking backing off that shit so fast. Uh, Rick yeah. Scott went in and redid his little fucking plan where he says, oh, no, I meant we aren't going to touch Social Security and Medicare. No, motherfucker, you clearly said it. And here's video of a bunch of you saying it. I mean, they've been trying to do this for decades. This isn't a new strategy for them. They've been talking about it, trying to ease their way in and getting people comfortable with it. But it's it's just a losing thing. And it's funny how Republicans do this. You know, they overturn Roe v. Wade before the midterms. They get their ass kicked. Now they wanted to talk about uh, canceling Social Security and Medicare before the 2024 election. It's like they've got a a death wish that they want to kill the Republican Party because everything they do seems to do that. Um, exactly. And uh, the infighting going on with the re- Republicans right now, um, it, it's going to destroy the party. Uh, I mean, you've got your Trumpers, the people that have uh, no brain, uh, Lauren Boebert, Marjorie Taylor Greene, you know, people like that, uh, and Donald Trump himself, and then you've got the traditional Republicans like, you know, your Mitt Romney's uh, shit. He's the only one I could think of because uh, the other ones got removed or they re- uh, decided not to run again. Well, you know, the the one one place I made a mistake, and, and I own up to it, uh, when, when the Republicans took over the House of Representatives, I said, now these guys are going to be split. It's going to be a problem. You've got the MAGA fucks, and then you've got the moderates and the conservatives. The MAGAs will never vote with the moderates and conservatives, and the conservatives want to be as far away from uh, um, uh, Donald Trump as possible. So I thought when you got some important votes, there might be a split within the Republican Party, yet... We've got uh, this vote they had with Ilhan Omar taking her off the committees. And there were a few Republicans that said, yeah, we're not going to be a party to this circus. We're going to vote to keep her on. But still, Kevin McCarthy got to them and got them to switch their vote, Mitt Romney included. And when it came to kicking Ilhan Omar off the committee, it was long party lines. Every Republican voted the way MAGA wanted to vote. So in my mind, as far as I'm concerned, we have to consider them all MAGA because they don't have minds of their own. They don't dare cross MAGA. So there's no differentiation between Republicans now. They're all the fucking same. Well, my thing is this. So um, whose supporters were going through the uh, streets uh, in uh, in Charlottesville uh, saying Jews will not replace us? And then they say... Ilhan Omar was removed for anti-Semitism. Right. That's bullshit. That is bullshit because um, Donald Trump, he says, well, he's the type of person that says, well, my daughter 
converted to Judaism, so I can't be anti-Semitic. That's bullshit. You are anti-Semitic. He said one time that he wants... He doesn't want black people around his casino um, money. He wants Jews around his money. Right. Tell me that that is not anti-Semitic and that is not racist as fuck. Yeah, no, it is absolutely racist and it's ironic because then at the same time, he and all these little Trump fucks will say, oh, we support Israel. And they support Israel because there's money and power in Israel. They don't give a shit about the, the Jewish people. I mean, let's talk about Kushner, he's a Jew. Right. He's he's a Jew. I grew up Lutheran, okay? That's what my mom raised me as, is Lutheran. He's as much Jewish as I am Lutheran. I may have it in my background, but I don't practice it. I mean, if he pr- practiced Judaism, he wouldn't be taking a uh, uh, essentially a bribe or a payoff for $2 billion. He wouldn't be as corrupt as he is. I mean, fuck, his dad spent time in jail until Donald Trump pardoned him. Don't tell me he's Jewish because he doesn't follow follow the lines of any fucking religious organization. Not at all. He has no moral compass. Just and he fits into the Trump family fucking like a puzzle piece um, because he there's no he he has no morals to live by. I mean, his dad, like you said, went to prison yeah. and then he was pardoned by. Uh, pardoned by the other, you know, the other grandpa or whatever you want to call him. Diaper Donnie. Uh, yeah. And to me, I think it, it, it's like uh, this because he, because Donald Trump also pardoned Paul Manafort. So uh, my question, my thing is this, if you're indicted for something that is involving the sitting president, I think that the, that the president's pardoning power should not be there. Uh, with an individual tied to them. Absolutely. Um, you know what I mean? I, I agree that the president should have pardoning power, but like, and I would say the same thing if uh, Biden was about to, uh, you know, uh, pardon his personal attorney, I would say, no, that's not fucking right. No, no, it's not right. And, and you know, that's one of the things that people mistake on the Republican side. They want to tell us bad things about Hunter Biden or whatever, um, thinking that we're going to be upset about it. No, no, don't hurt our guy. You know, we don't have a guy. We have a president who happens to be a Democrat. And if he did something illegal, we'd want him arrested. Absolutely. It's, It's not that we're sucked into a cult like the Republican Party. And therein lies the problem here. You've got people blindly following Donald Trump no matter what he does. I mean, we know, um, we know that he lies, and we know that Republicans and Trumplefucks know he lie, by way of all those text messages that the special grand jury in Georgia put out. They know very well that they were telling lies, but they chose to make money over telling the truth. And then when they did try to tell the truth regarding the calling Arizona for Joe Biden. They quickly found out that their listeners don't want them telling the truth. They want to tell them what they want to hear. So they quickly switch back to going to lies. So we've got we've got people in the media and we've got people that are the followers that know very well it's a lie, but they just don't care. They don't care oh. if it's a fucking lie. Yeah, uh when it's when it's their guy doing the lying, you know, they what there's a, uh, I don't remember where it comes from, but it's a monkey 
that uh, has his hand on his ears. There's one with the hands over his ears, and then there's one with the hands over his eyes, and then one with the hand over his mouth. Right, right. So that's the Republican Party, except for they're doing all three of that, those things when their guys uh, break the law, when their guys fuck up, when their guys uh, commit treason against our country by inciting insurrection. Um, they are uh, plugging their ears, not listening to logic. They're uh, cl- covering their mouth, not speaking out about this, uh, about speaking out against what Trump did. There was a couple, but, you know, not enough. Well, and the, then, well, the thing is, I think that's, I don't know what it's called, but it basically says, hear no evil, see no evil, say no evil. But the ironic thing is, as much as they won't accept or acknowledge lies, they will take things said by the uh, Democrats that are the truth and try to convince people there are lies. Like, for example, at that State of the Union thing, he, Biden brings up them wanting to cancel uh, Social Security and Medicare. And then you've got Mike Lee sitting in the front row looking aghast. How dare you lie? Marjorie Taylor Greene screaming, you're a liar. But he's got it documented. He's got it in video. In fact, Mike Lee, who was so aghast, the media outlets quickly played uh, a video clip of him saying exactly what he's saying is not true. That's the thing is they will try to push their lies and tell you they're true, but they'll take the truth and try to tell you it's lies. I mean, you would think at some point, Trump Fox would say, what the fuck? I'm confused here. Well, and I, I'm not going to use this as a blanket statement, but I would say that this covers a great deal of Trump Fox, uh, as you call them. Um, and <laughs> I do, too. I, I think that they're uh, the sad thing is, is um I don't think that a lot of them are very here in the present. I think that their brain is kind of uh, in being, uh, I don't know, dissolving as they're speaking because they're saying, uh, you know, Jesus Christ himself is going to come down with John F. Kennedy and Martin Luther King and make (laughs) Donald Trump president again somehow. And then it's just like, how the fuck would that even work? Yeah, but but they they buy into it, and um, the craziest thing is, you know, none of them were really involved into in in politics until Donald Trump hit the scene, and so what Donald Trump started doing uh, became their norm. They thought, okay, all presidents pardon their friends, all president. No, that that is very fucking new. I mean, I'm not going to say that we don't have past presidents that are, were corrupt because that would be a big fucking lie. There are a but lot of them. There, there were it, it, yeah, exactly. Uh, Richard Nixon uh, sticks out like a sore thumb. Uh, because, Democrats too. Democrats uh, too. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, uh, FDR, Congress asked him, you know, please don't run for a third term. It's, you know, very, uh, not, not it's not presidential. And he was like, fuck you, I can win, I'm going to do it. So he did. Yeah, he did. And then he he died shortly into his third term. Um, and then they made it that you can only run eight, eight for eight years, be president. But um, I, I would like to think, you know, throughout history, if, if we, and uh, because I acknowledge a party switch happened, 
liberal people throughout history have uh, been the ones that say, you know what, we're going to hold our own uh, to account. Um, and I mean, look at Al Franken. Uh, there was a picture of him, you know, hovering his hands over a woman's uh, breast while she yeah. was asleep. And he stepped down with like uh, deep, with such shame in his heart. Um, and I, I'm thinking, like, really? He, you, you're going to step down for that? He got jobbed on that deal. He got it was right when the when the uh, uh, Me Too uh, Me Too movement made, and you know maybe he did some stuff that was unethical or inappropriate, but by comparison. You know, we got Al Franken stepping down, who was a pretty powerful senator, a Democratic senator. But we've still got sitting members of Congress who were involved in a fucking coup. Exactly. You you may be mad at, at Al Franken and maybe you think he should resign. But if he's going to resign, these motherfuckers should resign. What he what he did um, in that picture. And I, I will say that he allegedly hovered his hands over her breast because she claims that he was grabbing them. Um, but he explains it as like, uh, he was, uh, you know, standing back and, you know, manipulated the camera so that it looked like he was groping her. And you can tell, you can tell that you you can tell that when you look at the picture too, he's not actually touching her. He's well in front of her. Now it's maybe not the most appropriate thing to do, but let's be honest. Al Franken is a fucking comedian. Right. Former. Yeah. He was on Saturday night live for, and and so I, I, yeah. Should he have stepped down? No. Should he have uh, been censured? Sure. Sure. He should have. Uh, but stepping down was too extreme, you know. And another example of us holding our own to account is uh, the former governor of New York. Right. We right. sent that motherfucker packing because and he should have been. Exactly. That guy, he, there's something there. Uh, I think, you know, the lawsuit said uh, they found that he didn't do anything, but there's something going on when. Multiple people of, you know, the NYPD or the, not the NYPD, sorry, the uh, Highway Patrol or whatever, whoever protects him. Um, when they come out and say, hey, you know, uh, yeah, she was up there alone with this dude. Um, and he just, I don't know, he seems like a, a, a strange man. But Yes, we we hold our ours to account, and Donald Trump is ele- He it, it is alleged that he raped a thirteen year old girl, and an author, and how many others? Mike, what what was the count? Twenty nine. Uh, yeah, something like twenty nine that people have. Of course, of course, Donald Trump's right, and the rest of the world is wrong, which is typical. Um, you know, the, somebody like Andrew, uh, like the uh, Cuomo's, not only the governor, but the guy that was on TV, my sense with both of those guys are just uh, rich, spoiled, entitled fucks, douchebags yeah. at best, and yeah. and, and serial uh, uh, abusers at worst. They, they have no place in politics or on fucking TV for that matter. They are the worst of us. You know, I, there, there's, there's a part of my sick, twisted mind when I hear about all these things that that Republicans and Trumple fucks believe all these crazy conspiracy stories. 
I don't know how to do it, but just for fucking fun, I thought to myself, I'm going to come up with the absolute craziest shit. Now, I can't say it because nobody would believe it coming from me because they know how I think. But if I could come up with some crazy fucking story and somehow leak it to a Trumplefuck and let them start spewing it, it would be interesting to see how long it, it would take to 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 get some traction. And then once it got traction, I would somehow document it so I could say, now that's just made up shit that I made up. And here's the documentations, you fucking stupid idiots. What we ought to do is set up a couple of uh, fake Facebook profiles with like Donald Trump holding them. He was dry humping the flag there for a minute. We should get a screenshot of him doing that and then put that as our uh, profile picture and then just spread fucking nonsense on Facebook. It would, you would probably have to start on Facebook. Yeah. And um, I bet it would spread like COVID did. Uh, <laughs> but it'd have to be. I, po- I really do. It'd have to be crazy. You oh, know, yeah. Like, 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 for instance, if you had a picture of him humping the flag like that, do something like, well, they took DNA off the flag and they proved he didn't rape E.G. <laughs> Taylor. How long do you think it'd take for that to get traction? I think it would be hilarious. I don't think it'd take long at all. I sincerely don't. Uh, I mean, he was holding the flag and kissing it and stuff. I felt violated watching it right, for the right. flag. You know, I was like, Jesus Christ, what the fuck are you doing to our flag, man? Or better but, yet, better yet, the FBI was was trying to get Trump's DNA and he wouldn't give it up. So what they did, they went to his garbage can and got one of his dirty diapers and they got DNA off of that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And they would embrace the fact that he wears diapers. Yeah. I mean, it would have to be something fucking out there. Yeah. And uh, I think it was NPR did a study uh, tracking down the origin of these stories, such as JFK Jr. is still alive and all of this fucking crazy shit. But the dude, uh, unfortunately, because I think that he would have been a, a great president, that he, he unfortunately died in a plane crash in 99. So I remember as a little boy watching that footage, and I remember crying because I felt bad for, uh, I believe the mother's name was Rose. Rose um, Kennedy, the, yeah. the The grandmother, rather, because she lost two sons and a grandson to um fucking politics and it's so sad it is it's such a sad story um and you know a lot of people there's conspiracies there but uh you know jfk uh senior who was born in the 19 teens i believe right uh, who would be over 100 years old he's going to come out of fucking nowhere with jesus christ himself and appoint somehow uh, Donald Trump as king of the country. That That's so out there, but so many of them accept that as fact. Yeah. 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 It's, it, it's true. It's, it's, you know, we should come up with a group, you know, there's Q, right? So yeah. maybe we should start the group and call it R, R anonymous. <laughs> yeah. R anon. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, and maybe what we could say is uh, something like uh, like you said about well, 
Uh, no, we would have to involve the Supreme Court. Uh, yeah. So we could say something like, uh, the DNA that was found on this flag that Donald Trump humped, uh, the, the Supreme Court will not let it uh, be used in the in any of the cases that he's being charged in. Something really fucking out there like that. And we would have to choose an active, so like, let's say it would be Dewey uh, v. Uh, the U.S., the United States of America, right? Uh, you have to bullshit. You, you would have to choose a case that actually exists, and then just give them the link that it that it exists. They'll see the headline of it that that that, that case exists, and they will not read anything. No, they won't it. read a fucking thing. They'll just do whatever they're told. I tell exactly. You what, I tell you what, do it. We're going to take a quick break, and okay. we'll be right back. We've got plenty of other shit to talk about, so we'll be right back. We are back on the Rational Boomer podcast. Dewey is uh, joining me on this show. Now, Dewey is a TikToker, and he's a podcaster. Why don't we let folks know where they can find you on TikTok first and then on the podcast? Uh, what's your what's your at name on TikTok? Well, uh, as you know, they're uh, trying to take down my current account. It took, it took me like three years to get to 10,000 followers. Um but they're hitting that one pretty hard. That one's uh, do the right, uh, D E W T H E R I G H T. Um, but the one that you should follow, the newer one, uh, is Dewey Media. Dewey Media. Sorry about that. Uh, it's spelled D E W E Y Media. Um, so yeah, and then you could go to DeweyShow dot com. You'll I keep shit current over there, so you'll always be able to find me. Uh, and a lot of people think that it's D-E-W-Y, but it's D-E-W-E-Y show.com and all my shit's over there. So, and, and Dewey did me a large favor. He's far more technically inclined. Uh, when we talked last, uh, he set it up so that, uh, I have the ownership to the, uh, rationalboomer.com, which I didn't have because I, I didn't know that I needed it, but I, I guess it's a good thing. But uh, Dewey set it up so that uh, um, all you have to do is go to rationalboomer.com and you can find the podcast there as well as on Spotify and Apple and all that other stuff. But you just have to go to rationalboomer.com. That takes you to the anchor page where I put my podcast and you can access the podcast from there. And he also got me a new email address that he said I needed. I've got two now. The first one was rationalboomer at gmail.com. But Dewey said, listen, man, you got to have a real fucking email. So he set me up <laughs> with Mike at rationalboomer.com. Both of those are active. You can send emails to either one. But ultimately, I guess I have to switch to Mike at rationalboomer.com. Well, either works, you know. I I just thought that it would be more official um, because I was talking to oh Jesus, I met uh, Joe Rogan before he got kicked in the head by a horse or something fell on his head. I don't remember, or I okay. don't know what happened to make him fucking crazy and loopy like this. But uh, I met him and I said, "What what should I do um, in terms of you know growing my podcast?" And he said. You have to make it look legit. He said, uh, "What you need to do, where you're a small podcast, is fake it till you make it." And that's uh, true. That's what I did. So I got DeweyShow.com right away. I got 
Dewey at uh, Dewey dot O-N-E. That's my email. Uh, you can reach out if you want. I don't care. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I set them up through Squarespace and uh, yours I set up through something different, but I'm not going to say because I don't want people trying to uh, <laughs> get at you, you take it. But uh, yeah, we need to transfer the full ownership over to you. I need to figure out how to do that. Um, of course, I would never do anything, you know, harmful. No, uh, I, I know uh, that. I... But uh, we certainly need to get that back. We need to get that over to you. I was thinking we should create like a link tree for you too, so that it just goes right to all the platforms that people can listen to you on. Uh, mine is the, I think it's link tree. Uh, no, it's a L I N K T R dot E E slash Dewey show. Uh, yeah, I, the, right now, the rationalboomer.com will take you to Anchor FM, I believe. Right, right, right. It'll take you to Anchor to FM and uh, to the uh, podcast. You know, there's some people out there. I'm I'm curious. We're, we're doing this busy work on, on the show, so bear with us. I've had people uh, come to me and say, hey, Mike, I want to send you something. And I said, well, you don't have to send me anything. I, I'm not asking for anything, but they want to send me something. And they've suggested get a P.O. box. When you mentioned the link tree, I know a lot of people put it on the link tree. And I've said, yeah, I'll consider doing that. I mean, these are people that are friends and want to send something nice. And I appreciate it. It's not, really not necessary. I'm not soliciting anything. Uh, what do you think about that idea of, of, of getting a P.O. box someplace and letting people send shit to you? I, I think of all the positive things that might come out of it, but I'm afraid of what I might be picking up ultimately. <laughs> yeah, but never open one of those uh, fucking tube things because it, it's going to be a glitter bomb probably. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, some fucking asshole friend of mine, I'll say that, they weren't doing it to be a dick. But here I am. I'm like, oh, what a sweet thing. My friend got me a gift and I opened it. It fucking blew up and went in my face and all up in my nose and shit. So uh, I look like a sprinkled donut for about 40 fucking, uh, like after three or four days, it finally fucking got away. But it was in my ears, my nose and every everywhere. And I, you know, tried showering, but I would still find it stuck in this area here. And it's just like, Jesus and to clean that up, Jesus Christ! Well, if anybody was- ever did that to me, and they had and they had the stupidity of putting their name on there, every day I'd do a TikTok talking shit about them, and for the first five minutes of every show, I would talk shit about them. So, yeah. don't fucking do that. Yeah, you definitely. I think the pros outweigh the cons. I think you should get a, P- a PO box. Okay, uh, I would. I mean, definitely. Um, <laughs> That'd be cool to put you on my Christmas list, you know. But don't, but don't give them the home address, right? That's probably not a wise choice. <laughs> I, I've, I've, I've given mine out because, uh, but to, to to close friends, you know, like yourself, I would give you my home address. Well, yeah, but, but you're not going to put it on TikTok. No, absolutely, fucking not. No, <laughs> <laughs> there's some crazy son of a bitches on there, man. I've gotten death threats, and I. From that video that I made about Greg Glock, I got fucking uh, 
I think by the time we were all it was all said and done, there was eleven death threats, and two of them were credible because every time I got a death threat, I sent that shit to Homeland immediately, and uh, most of the time they were just silently looking at it, you know, and investigating. And I got a call uh, one time, and they said, "Look, there are two of these that we think are credible." Um, and I said, well, what makes you think that? And I said, well, we went to uh, talk to this person, and he straight up said, yeah, we want, uh, like, I, I'm going to go kill this fucking asshole. Uh, <laughs> See, that's, and, a, that, 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 that's not the smartest thing to do to say that to Homeland Security. That He's not a bright uh-huh. guy, so you probably have to be concerned about him. You know what, yeah, though? absolutely. After being on uh, TikTok for two and a half years and doing this podcast for a year and a half or so, never once have I gotten a death threat. Not once. And you would think if anybody's getting a death threat from Trumplefox, it's going to be me, but I never have. Should I feel bad about that? Do I feel like I'm not accomplished yet because I've never got a death threat? (laughs) No, I think that that, uh, the reason that people started threatening me is because they saw it as an attack on Christianity, period. Right. No, it's a it's an attack on the fucking people that ignore separation of church and state. Right, right. And, exactly. you know, I, I have no beef with Christians. I have beef with Christian nationalists, but not Christians. Uh, I was raised Christian. My dad is LDS. He's Mormon. And my mom is a Southern Baptist. So, like, I... Are they still married? If you're Christian. Are oh, they yeah, still? They've been, yeah. How in the hell? I know I have known plenty of Mormons in my life. I've known a few Southern Baptists. How do they fucking coexist? Well, they just both uh, recognize that uh, each other believes differently and that they embrace shit like that. Me, uh, uh, that's what's made me so open minded, I think, Mike, um, is. The fact that my parents are very different people. My mom is uh, like me. She has like 40 tattoos. And my dad has none. Well, no, he has one on his arm. Uh, Because there for a while, he was kind of like, eh, I'm going to be what they call a Jack Mormon, which is... I know the Jack Mormons. Yeah, you still believe in what the church teaches, but... You You don't follow the rules. You don't follow the rules. I've yeah, got a few exactly. Jack Mormons in my life, and they're they're kind of cool, actually. How, yeah, how, they've seen how, some shit for sure. How old a guy are you, Dewey? I'll be thirty in March, so you'll, you'll be thirty. I have a son about that same age. How old are your folks? So my dad was born nineteen seventy, so he'd be. Ah. Well, keep in mind, Mike. They had my sister when my mom was sixteen, so uh, they, you know, were married. My dad was nineteen. 19 i believe when they got married no because he he's two years older than her she was born in 72 jesus christ i was born in 1960 for god's sake your your parents are 10 years younger than i am well i the the strange person here is not you it's me because seth's dad is older than my mom's dad my mom's dad is shit probably 70 i don't i don't know Exactly, but uh, Seth's dad was born uh, 1949, I believe. Wow. And he, he had Seth when he was old. Um, and Seth, he, Seth is your partner, right? Yeah, yeah, 
he's my yeah um and yeah so there in in utah it's that that's common for an older guy to have like fucking 26 kids with with one or more women i don't know no seth seth's uh dad uh had i think three two or three children uh before he met seth's mother um and seth's mother was told hey you you're go- you've gone through menopause and um she started getting weird symptoms and she kind of chalked it up to oh okay i'm going through menopause no not exact she was pregnant with seth so (laughs) yeah she was she was almost 50 i think when she had seth and uh the doctor said you know that it is uh very uh he thought that seth might come come out with like down syndrome or something because that's common when uh older ladies have children is um you know, it's a common thing for a uh, right. child to have Down syndrome. And she didn't give a shit. She was ready to love the kid no matter what. Right. But it, you know, turned out being Seth. Well, let's let's be perfectly honest with what I know of the Mormon faith. And I, I'm not an expert, but I, I lived with them a little bit when I lived in Arizona back in my youth. Um, when we're talking about Mormons, <clears throat> I have to feel... I have to guess, and maybe you can correct me on this, that they would be better handling a child that happened to be of Down syndrome as opposed to that child being gay. I got to think that the Mormons aren't 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 really on your side. I mean, you're living oh, in Utah, in the heart of Mormon land. Ex- yeah, exactly. They call it Zion. It's so. I, I'm not going to speak negatively about it because. Uh, I if my dad hears this, I don't want to hurt his, hurt his feelings. But he knows that I don't believe the same way that he nor my mom believe. I'm totally out of the fucking ballpark with them. Uh, I'm an agnostic because I've seen no faith. Uh, or, or excuse me, I've seen no sign that Jesus was real or God or any of that. Uh, I've seen no evidence, but I'm not. I'm not. You know, saying. For sure, one hundred percent. There is no nothing greater than us, you know. Um, so I'm an agnostic, but uh, to to be one hundred percent honest with you, um, uh, my my grandpa is he uh, my my mother's father uh, owned a business in the oil field for thirty years. He sold it for several million dollars, and he bought another company. And he's about I think he's going to do the same. Uh, he is a Southern Baptist guy. He goes to a church, the local Christian church and donates a lot of money. And I went to speak to that pastor to, uh, after my grandma died because I needed something because I was hanging on by a thread because my grandma was my best pal. Yeah. And, um, I went in there and I tried talking about my grandma and right away that motherfucker went right to my sexuality without it even being mentioned. And that was what we spoke about for the entire hour. And then he he lent me a Bible and I fucking was like, no, here, fucking take your Bible. I don't want it. I've got a fucking Bible. Um, And I I left and I've never looked back. I've not talked to my grandpa or the pastor since. My grandpa, who is now 
my my uh, father's father um and my father's mother the grandma that passed away well both of them passed away but this one is the one i'm talking about my my father's mom uh she uh told me this because i sat her down and i said grandma i gotta tell you something she said, okay, sweetie, what is it? Do you need to borrow money? Is, like, is everything okay? Kind of <laughs> well, thing. I could use some money, but I got something and, else. <laughs> yeah. And she's Mormon. She's LDS. And I said to her, I said, uh, Grandma, I'm gay. And she she looked me in the eyes, and she put both of her hands on my hands, and she said, as long as it doesn't change my Dewey, I don't, I don't care. But if it starts to change who you are as a person, then I'm going to have a problem with it. And that's all she had to say. And then she's like, let's bake some cookies. That, that's, that's, um, that's a fair, that's a fair, fair. Comment. Yeah. Yeah. And my, my dad said, uh, doing nothing's changed about you. The only thing that's changed is what we know about you. So yeah. don't change, be yourself. And he, as you know, is Mormon. Um, and every Mormon church that I've gone to, at least to my face, they have been kind, welcoming, and uh, everything else. Whereas if I, when I've gone to other churches, yeah. they are like, they make it a point to preach about how gays are going to burn eternally in hell. And then, you know, the devil was going to bite off my nipples. I don't fucking know. <laughs> wow. I guess it's a matter of what you're into, right? Wow. Wow. That's weird. I, I just want to say, too, about the Mormons, you know, as much as I make fun of them, because I, I've sit and talked to Mormons and they've told me some crazy shit. I do have to yeah. say this all the time I've been around Mormons. They've been more than nice to me and decent right. to me. I don't know if that's because they were trying to convert me or they probably. were just genuinely nice, but I've never been. They been... were probably trying to convert you. Well, I know they were because you get guys with suits and film strips knocking on your door with some regularity. So I know they were trying to convert me. They didn't have much luck. They didn't have much luck. Let, 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 let's go back to the news that had. We were talking about uh, this whole situation with uh, – Joe Biden going to Ukraine and how the Republicans are upset about it, mainly because it makes them look bad. But one of the craziest of the Republicans is Marjorie Taylor Greene. I think we can agree on that. Yeah. Um, she was ranting and raving. She was so upset because, once again, Joe Biden stuck her nose in it. And and she said something yesterday <laughs> that I found truly amazing. She said, we should have a national divorce, split up the red and blue states. And my point on that was, hey, that sounds cool because the red states get all the welfare. The blue states pay all the welfare. If you want to go out and be on your own, that's cool. It's kind of akin to a teenage boy getting all head up and say, I'm going to live on my own until he gets out <laughs> to his apartment and realizes he can't afford shit. Same exactly. kind of deal. Yeah, exactly. She's such a dummy. She, I like. I have uh, my dog is smarter than her, and I'm like, she. It fucking bothers me so much. I don't know why, Mike. I do not know why, but every congressperson is afforded the right to be called the honorable. So the fact that she is the honorable, uh, and that's how you address a former president as well or mayor or whatever. And I kind of found a loophole to that. Uh, 
so I'm the honorable Dewey. Uh, I, we could talk about that later if you want, but I do not know how Marjorie Taylor Greene became a congresswoman. I do not fucking know. Uh, Marcus Flowers, they had their chance for a very fucking just smart guy, and you knew that he was going to fight for human rights all day long. And they had that choice. And, she, you know, she used this as a highlight. She's like, he wears, a, he wears a cowboy hat and he's not even a cowboy. And it's like, you dumb, stupid son of a bitch. I don't think that I could, I, I, I could ride a horse better than her. Who the fuck cares? But the fact that she wants a national divorce, it, my first thought was exactly the same as what you said was, okay, cool. So we won't have to fucking pay your welfare anymore. Right. I te- technically live in a red state, but our GDP is uh, pretty equal to what we get, I think. Yeah. I don't know. But I would fucking hop to the blue side immediately. Yeah, no, 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 no shit. Well, the problem with Marjorie Taylor Greene is that not only did she ascend to being a congresswoman, but now she's kind of the gang leader of the Republican Party. They've afforded her a lot of power and a lot of respect from the Republicans, and she's the worst of them. That's the, exactly. that's the crazy thing about this. And it's all because she's the loudest talker, and she, for whatever reason, has been able to uh, um, to collect or, or raise a lot of money, and that's all that matters to Republicans. You, you, you failed to mention one important factor about Marcus Flowers, who was an excellent candidate. Absolutely. Uh, I feel like the state of Georgia is kind of my second home state because we have the place down there and we love Georgia. But there are districts of Georgia which aren't necessarily uh, blue. Uh, but But with Marcus Flowers, he had one fatal flaw. He was black. He was black, yeah. And in some districts in Georgia or anywhere in the South, that's a bridge too far. They just cannot vote for a black person. Well, uh, yeah, and I mean, I I put up a TikTok today, and you can go check it out, folks, and read the fucking comments, too, while you're there. Uh, there, There are people that are saying this, and there are congressional people, Republicans, that are saying this. Why is Joe Biden in Ukraine while the sirens are going off, but he's not doing anything about Ohio? Right. The tr- the train re- uh, derailment. And I, this is my response to them. And so if I've sent you here to listen to my response, because I don't want you to take down my fucking YouTube or my TikTok channel, um, it, my response to that is this. Joe Biden on fucking day one called your governor and said, hey, what do you need? We'll send it right away. Let voicemails your governor instead of talking to the president of the United States while the phone was ringing. Uh, he took a pre- set up a press conference and said, well, I'm not going, I don't need to get help from Joe Biden because fuck him. And, and it's like year, six days later, he ends up fucking crawling to Joe Biden and saying, okay, we'll take your help. Imagine what we could have gotten done, Mike, if we would have immediately dispatched FEMA well, and gotten everybody, you know, out of the fucking way and not, not out of the way, but out of the fucking danger zone. 
imagine what we could have accomplished. And now we have people that are going to likely die because of the air. Right. I mean, it, it, this whole thing is akin to what happened with COVID and Donald Trump. Exactly. Let's pretend it's not that big a deal and maybe it'll go away. Well, COVID killed a million people. And now we have this issue in Ohio. Governor DeWine basically, because of pride and because he's a Republican, did not want to accept help from Joe Biden and make Joe Biden look good in this situation. So he doesn't take the help. And now we've got all these fucking clowns saying, why didn't you help Ohio? Well, he tried. It's the fucking Republican governor that stymied this whole situation. And now they're taking care of it. But like you say, uh, how much damage has already been done? The one of the, the one of the thing to consider is the whole reason we have this problem is because Republicans want to keep taking away regulations. We don't want to regulate anyone. Yeah, we don't want to regulate anybody. Uh, let the free market handle it. Well, how's the free market going now with people getting sick in Ohio because you took away the regulations? Well, you know what the uh, company did, the, uh, the, the chemical company was like, you know what we're going to do? And I can just see these rich, uh, excuse me for using this word because it is proper for, for this, but this you can see these rich cunts in their boardroom and they're talking about, well, what is, what, what's a lot of money to these people that are middle class? Oh, $1,000? Okay, cool. Let's announce that we're going to give them a $1,000 check for a convenience fee. We'll call it that. All of the things in their house, all of the pictures and shit that they have to leave behind, all of the mementos, all of everything, and then they're saying, well, you know what? We're the good guys. We'll give you a grand. And it's like, what the fuck? And this thing could have been contained, I think, if we would have gotten FEMA in right away. Absolutely. And, And people need to understand that Biden can't just say, fuck you, governor, I'm sending fucking FEMA. No, that violates the state's right. And people have to understand that Biden tried to send it, and yeah. your the, Governor Dewine said, "You know." And that you know, this, the Republicans do this over and over again. They cut off their nose to spite their face, or as I often say, they step on their own dick because they, <laughs> yeah. you know, they have the opportunity, but because they can't. They are too prideful to take the help from Joe Biden, who is a president for all the people, not just the Democrats. Uh, They won't take his help because they're too proud and they're afraid it's going to make Joe Biden look good. And uh, people get sick and die from it. Yeah, that's Biden's fucking job. That's why we put him there and why we uh, uh, we're paying him four hundred thousand dollars a year. Uh, is because he needs to be doing the work of the taxpayer. And he's not representing Democrats when he says, hey, let's call. It's not like the Democratic National Convention is paying for this. No, he rep- he's representing the taxpayer, saying, look, uh, the taxpayer wants to help you, who is a f- your fellow Americans, we want to help you, with no strings attached. I mean, that's the whole point of collecting taxes is to, 
you know, this is the one thing I always say is that Republicans will say anytime uh, the middle class needs help or relief or something like that, oh, no, we can't afford that. Uh, but the fact of the matter is we pay the bulk of the taxes. And as a former businessman, if I'm paying you something, I better fucking get something back. But for decades and decades, we keep paying and paying and paying and get nothing back. Exactly. And <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I'm, I don't bitch about the taxes. I, I bitch about the fact that I have to pay a self-employment tax to the federal government because they should be incentivizing people to start businesses. Yeah, Especially absolutely. businesses like mine, that my business is a corporation with me as the dictator of the fucking company. Right. So I'm the I'm the, the CEO, the CFO, everything you can think of. That's me, uh, of my company, because I can't afford to pay anybody to be in those positions because I help people. Right. Uh, that's my goal in taxes is helping people that I, I want to help them exploit the loopholes that the rich people are exploiting. Right. Absolutely. And, and they have perfectly legal right to do that. Absolutely. I would never do anything illegal to, you, you know, uh, but uh, I also do like business auditing, personal finance auditing and stuff. And, and what that accomplishes is me telling you, yeah, the IRS might audit you or no, you're pretty fucking safe. Like you're doing everything right. And if I say, yeah, the IRS might audit you, I give you like a chart of what needs to happen to what you need to do better on. Um, but with the self-employed, sorry, I went off on a tangent there, but yeah, uh, the, the, I, I, I pay taxes. You're right. As a businessman, I have to be getting something back. And in a way, I, I, you know, we do with the roads the schools and all that other stuff. But if you look at the state of some of the schools in our country, it's like they're third uh, third world places right. because right. some of these kids aren't getting fed at school because they can't afford it. I, to me, that's just naturally like, what the fuck? Figure it out and feed the kids, you know? Yeah, we we we, we, we spoon we spoon feed the rich with trillions of dollars. We can feed kids two dollar lunches. Yeah, it's not gonna fucking hurt anybody. And taxes double if you want. I don't give a shit. Just make sure the kids are fed. I don't care. Yeah, exactly. Well, there, there, there's another story I wanted to bring up that's kind of off the topics we've been talking about, but it's very interesting as far as I'm concerned. Now, you know, when the uh, January 6th Select Committee wrapped things up, they released all the evidence to everybody, all media outlets to everybody in this country. So everybody has free access to the evidence they gathered over the months and months that they were investigating this situation. Well, now, Kevin McCarthy is the Speaker of the House, just barely with a slim margin. But what he did is he gathered 41,000 hours of surveillance tape, cameras from inside the Capitol around January 6th, in and around January 6th. So there's 4,000 or um, 41,000 hours of this surveillance stuff. So what does he do? He takes this whole tranche, this trove of videos, and he hands it over only to Tucker Carlson. 
No other media outlet. So you have to wonder, what, what's he, what's he going to do? Well, we know that Fox News lies. We know that yep. Kevin McCarthy is a trump fuck sycophant. So what they're going to do is try to take this apart and try to edit, do some creative editing to show that nothing happened. Well, based on the way people feel about uh, Fox and Kevin McCarthy and this whole process that he's doing, it's going to have no credibility, no legitimacy, and it's just going to backlash in McCarthy's face again. And, and I can't believe he's stupid enough to do that. Exactly. Uh, like you said, he's just stepping on his dick. And this is my thing. Uh, like we said earlier, when they go low, we go lower. We need to kneecap these motherfuckers. And what I mean by that is we need to go to the more moderate Republicans and say, just fucking flat out say it because it's like no fucking uh, the DNC is not going to get in trouble by doing this, but go up to them and say, hey, we'll give you a million dollars personally if you flip to a Democrat. It's not hurting anybody and they raise their own fucking money and there's a lot more corruption happening with with banks and uh, large corporations, they're allowed to lobby Congress. So why can't the DNC go in there, talk to the moderate Congress people, and say, "Hey, fucking flip"? And then there's a couple that might be indicted soon. We don't know. Well, yeah. Well, that you know, that's the thing that that, that confused me and and where I was wrong. I thought common sense and logic would have certain Republicans to work with the Democrats and vote with the Democrats because they wanted to be separated from MAGA. And the only way they could do that is to try to accomplish something by cooperating and negotiating with the Democrats. And I really thought that would happen. But then when this Ilhan Omar thing happened and they voted poor yeah. party lines for the bullshit of taking her off a committee, it told me there is no fucking integrity in the Republican Party from top to bottom, at least in the House of Representatives. I mean, even the Senate Republicans, most Republicans there understand the bullshit. They understand that what MAGA has done has cost them elections in 2018, 2020, and 2022. It's a fucking loser. Let it go. But these Republicans in the House, even if they know better, they're still afraid of MAGA. Exactly. And MAGA, if and I, like I, I've been listening to your podcast and I, uh, I, I've heard what you said, so I've done kind of my own independent reading on this and stuff. And uh, I found that what you said was absolutely fucking correct, where you said Privately, these Congress people are saying, "Like God, why would it, why doesn't this fat fuck just kill over?" Yeah, like, they want to say, "Why does it happen?" I can't wait till he dies. That's what they said. Exactly because they they want they know that MAGA is a cancer to their party, and they want politics to go back just the way that they were before. But well, it won't happen for a few years unless some of them fucking nut up and do their fucking job. The thing is, Dewey, is that they don't want it to go back to the way it was because they're credible, have integrity, and have decency. The only reason they want to go back to normal is because it's a fucking losing cause. It's been exactly. losing over and over again. They'd stick with it if they were winning. But oh, now, yeah. they, now they want to go back and, and save their soul because it's a loser. The problem with it is, is many of these people who want to go back and try to normalize their situation, that stink of Donald Trump and MAGA 
is going to be hard to get off because every time they run for election, even every time they run for a re-election, Democrats are going to say, yeah, but you kiss Donald Trump's ass and that'll be it. What they're doing is they're serving themselves up to us uh, Democrats on a fucking silver platter. They are. They don't even realize it. Yeah. Thank you to them. Thank you, fucking MAGA, you cultist fucks. (laughs) Well, I'm glad you and I are kind of on the same page as far as what we think. I, <laughs> I, I, I'm more insulted, you know, over and above the misogyny, the anti-Semitism, the, the, the racism, over and above that. I'm more insulted by the stupid things they say and they believe I'm going to buy it. You really think I'm that stupid? It, no it's, shit. It's just ridiculous. Hey. <laughs> And I, I feel that way too. It's like Mike Lee, who is the, my fucking senator. That's and, right. He's from Utah. Yeah. And, and I hate that smug little fuck. I hate him so fucking much. Uh, I, and Mike, if you get to know me well enough, you will know that I don't hate people, but I fucking hate uh, Mike Lee. I hate all these insurrectionists because they're fucking traitors. And I had a listener uh, say something, and he said, if there was any justice, the um, Congress people that uh, assisted the insurrection would be swinging from the lampposts of Washington, D.C. I did hear that quote, yeah. And I agree with that. If there was fucking justice, and I'm not saying go harm them or anything like that, I'm saying... If there was justice, these people would be convicted of fucking treason, which what uh, the capital punishment for that is, is death. So right. I'm just saying that they deserve to be uh, indicted, convicted, and um, sentenced to the capital fucking punishment. Well, you know, I, I, I've said this, too, and, and, and one of the reasons why these people, even though they're proven to be liars and, 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 and traitors and all of this stuff, the reason they keep doing it is because they haven't been held completely accountable yet. And that's why we're waiting and waiting for indictments. Now, these people aren't yeah. going to hang from lampposts. That's never going to happen. Uh, but, right. <clears throat> but these people are cowards. They are absolute cowards. And once accountability is meted out to them, they're going to fucking run for the hills. I mean, take, for example, if and I'm not saying this should happen. I hope it doesn't happen. Uh, but say some Democrats took the tack of uh, of Republicans and walked into some uh, Republican get together and and they were as violent as Republicans have been like at the Capitol. These people would shit their pants. They would run for the hills and you'd never see them again because they're cowards. They need some accountability. And this is why I'm hoping Fonnie Willis, uh, Elvin Bragg, (laughs) Merrick Garland and Jack Smith finally get to get and get at least one indictment out between them. uh, Because until that accountability is put out there, they're going to continue like a fucking wildfire. And this is where I hold the DOJ kind of accountable. This whole debt limit thing, you know, all the MAGAs who want to hold <clears throat> hold the country hostage and not raise the debt limit. 
I have a feeling that wouldn't even be a problem if the DOJ had already sent out indictments to sitting members of Congress, because those sitting members of Congress are the same ones holding this country hostage for the debt limit. We need some accountability to start tearing this fucking ridiculousness down. I agree with you. And this is what I uh, predict is going to happen, because a person that I see out of all those folks you mentioned, uh, 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 Jack Smith, you got Merrick Garland, Fonnie Willis. Fonnie Willis, uh, I believe, has the biggest set of fucking balls, ironically, because all she's of a them. woman out of all of them. And I think that she's going to throw out these indictments. And she's made that quite clear that there are indictments, not an indictment, there are indictments. Right. And not coming. only indictments for try to overturn the election in Georgia, but also perjury. This has got some people scrambling. I don't know if you saw the interviews with Lindsey Graham, who was forced to testify. You know, they said, they said to him, are you worried about the perjury? No, I'm confident as he was running away down the halls, <laughs> which is totally out of character for Lindsey Graham. He usually is there to soak up the attention, but he's a little nervous. As I said in a podcast yesterday, I said, Lindsay's got to be over a barrel. Here he is calling a secretary of state in a state that he doesn't represent regarding the 2020 election. He says, I was just calling to see what their process was, you know, in case there were some problems with Georgia. It was all part of my job, which is absolute bullshit. He made at least two calls. So now, now when he sits down in front of the grand jury, he's got two options. He's got the option of lying and say he was not involved in trying to overturn the election, in spite of the fact that he's Donald Trump's best buddy, right? And, and risk getting perjury perjury charges down the road. Maybe he'll get out of it. Maybe he won't. Or tell the truth and get indicted for trying to overturn the election. So his only choice is to take a risk at perjury. Not that that's. I mean, he can get a serious punishment for that too. But he was caught between a rock and a hard place. Either way he answered, he was fucked and he knew it. Exactly. And uh, I, I don't think that he knows. Well, I think as a lawyer, cause that's what he is. I think that he knows he's fucked and he's beyond, <laughs> so beyond fucked that the only way that he will get any type of break is to, um, flip on Donald Trump and I think that the smart thing for him to do is to flip on Donald Trump well and that's the other option that we don't know because grand juries are secretive exactly. maybe, maybe Lindsay did flip on him maybe is that's okay I, I'm sorry I'm sorry go ahead no 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 you go ahead um I was gonna ask you if it would be okay uh if uh I play a clip of Something that Lindsey Graham said about Joe Biden seven years ago. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, let's see here. Uh, he's done uh, 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 Here's what I can tell you. Life can change just like that. Don't take it for granted. Don't take relationships for granted. I called him after Bo died. That's so funny. Well, Bo was my soul. All for a long time. He came to my ceremony. He said some of the most incredibly heartfelt things that anybody could ever say to me. And uh, 
he's the nicest person I think I've ever met in politics. He is as good a man as God ever created. We don't agree on much, but I think he's uh, been dealt a really good blow. I think he focuses on what he's got to do, not what he lost. His heart's been ripped out, but he's going to make sure that the other members of his family is well taken care of. He started talking about his grandkids. We'll worry about them than anything. We just talked about the future. Yeah. He started talking about the future, the future of his family. Yeah, he's uh, he's flipped it a little bit. Well, and, uh, he he goes on to say, and I didn't cl- I clicked a shorter clip, but he said um, he goes on to say, and you can look this up. Uh, if you don't like Joe Biden, that's a you problem, not a Joe Biden problem, basically because he's such a great person, right? But now, because whatever tie he has to Donald Trump, um, he has a different take on Joe Biden, and he's an adversary to Joe Biden. So which one do you believe, the one he said seven years ago or now? And what would be the difference? It doesn't sound like Joe Biden did anything to him. It sounds like somehow he's been been tainted by his connection with Donald Trump. And, And then it goes back to, does Donald Trump have something on him? That's not crazy to think because that's Donald Trump's M.O. He gets stuff on everybody, and that's how he he blackmails people into seeing it his way. Right. I mean, uh, back in the 80s, Donald Trump hired this uh, really shady fucking piece of shit shit dude named Roy Cohn, uh, who was an attorney. This dude was a fucking is a sleazeball. And he taught Donald Trump about... need to be getting dirt on every person you talk to and you don't think that donald trump got dirt on lindsey graham as president while he was sitting president if you think that uh donald trump did not get dirt on him ted cruz all these fucking insurrectionist people i've got a fucking uh some oceanfront property in arizona i'd like to sell you i'll give you an idea how shitty roy cohen is um he was also Joe McCarthy's lawyer in the fifties during that red scare. And they were doing all these things, you know, it's not, not dissimilar to this whole woke thing. Oh, they're woke. We don't like woke back then. It was about communists, which is ironic, which is ironic. They were out to get the communists. And now these same people think Vladimir Putin is their hero. They, 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 they've really flipped a lot in that, that, you know, 60, 70 years. Uh, yeah, Roy Cohen was horrible. He taught Donald Trump everything he knows. And and if you read some things, you you know that Donald Trump, while he says he wasn't friends with Jeffrey Epstein, Jeffrey Epstein looked at Donald Trump as a uh, mentor. And guess how Jeffrey Epstein made most of, most of his money? Through getting uh, videos getting videos of rich people in compromising positions and blackmailing him. That's how oh, he made okay. most of his money. So this whole <laughs> thing goes from Roy Cohen to Donald Trump to Jeffrey Epstein. And it's all about blackmail, all about getting dirt on anybody you deal with. And that is fucking despicable. Well, I made a TikTok video once upon a time. And I said, you know, Donald Trump was with Epstein right here. Here's fucking video proof of it. Then they go, what about, what about, what about, what about? 
They go, what about Bill Clinton? And I said, arrest his old ass too. I don't give yeah. a fuck. If, if he was, if he did something to someone underage, then, uh, 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 sorry, my power is saying my battery is low. But, um, well, we're like, getting I, close I to the end anyway, so that's, it'll work out. You know, I don't like. I don't. I don't give a fuck. Arrest Bill Clinton. I don't got any fucking love for that dude. He served our country and he did a decent job at it. He was the only president uh, that gave us a surplus at all. So, but I, I, at the same time, I don't fucking have any love loss for this guy. Well, there, if he did know, something wrong, arrest him. There were many presidents that had many issues and many skeletons in their closets, and they were Republicans and or Democrats. You know, President Lyndon Johnson, who took over when Kennedy was killed, uh, he was a fucking thug. He was a fucking criminal. Yet he passed more civil rights type legislation than anybody ever. So he did some good work. And why did he do that? Even though he was kind of racist, kind of a misogynist, he did that because because he knew it was worth money and votes to him. And that's the kind of yeah. people we're dealing with in politics. Not 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 what's right, not what's justice. It's what's equitable for them. And that's all they care about. You need to understand that uh, not all of them are like that, but a vast majority are on both the Democratic and Republican side. And and as long as we know that and we know who we're dealing with, it's it's easier for for us to address this situation right um and i want to argue a point here i think that we need someone like lbj back because that sounds fucking crazy but hear me out uh that dude would have uh, sank to any fucking depth to get his civil right bill passed absolutely every ounce of fucking blackmail that he had on these politicians republican democrat whatever um he what he fought in the fucking mud with these people and but guess what there's pictures of him leaning over this he he was a giant of a man six foot seven i believe he leaning over these fucking people trying to and he's there's pictures of him like pointing in their face right you know screaming at him you know trying to get the, the civil rights bill passed we need someone like that and when you said it correctly. He's a fu- was a fucking thug. He was. Uh, we need a thug right now. I'm not you know, saying he's president, but we need a thug in the fucking Congress for sure. The only the only thing I can hope for is with Joe Biden. Joe Biden's not a thug. No. I mean, J- Johnson terrified people. Johnson terrified yeah. Republicans. I mean, they were fucking scared of him. Now, Joe Biden. I hope that that Joe Biden has as much finesse as as Johnson has with th- what Johnson had with thuggery. Um, Joe Biden can't do what Johnson did. I don't even know that that would play well anymore at all because Donald Trump tried it and he failed miserably. But if Joe Biden with some more experience and understanding how the game is run and if his ability to use finesse wins, I'm all for that route too. Yeah. I mean, uh, Going back to what we said about the State of the Union and today, uh, he's leaving his actions. He he lets his actions speak louder than what he says. And that is what we need in a president. And he is fucking, like I, I, I said to you uh, privately, um, that, well, actually, no, it was for your podcast. 
uh, he is playing chess and he's a fucking chess master while these fucking Republicans are playing checkers. They're yeah. stuck. Yeah, no because shit. Joe Biden has fucking decades of experience as a statesman. You don't want to go up against Joe. And I mean, he knows how to fuck you. He knows how to twist it and turn it and fuck you and then make you look like the bad guy after he fucked you. Yeah. So, you know, like just like you, we were talking about today at the State of the Union, he's got it. He's got what we need. Uh, but I think, you know, he needs to be a little bit more aggressive is all. If I could just add, add one thing to him, it would be just a little bit more aggressiveness. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, at his age, you know, you get a little more docile as you get older. And maybe if he was younger, that would be the case. Well, well do we, we're, we're going to have to wrap things up here. But before we do that, I want to make sure people know all the ways to get a hold of you on TikTok. How do they get you? Uh it will be uh, at do the right D E W T H E R I G H T, and then uh, at Dewey Media D E W E Y M E D I A. Okay, and now your podcast. And actually, I'm going to be on Dewey's podcast here very soon. Uh, yeah. So, so be looking for that as well. But uh, tell us how to get a hold of you on your podcast. Uh, so deweyshow.com, uh, D-E-W-E-Y, uh, show.com. Um, you could go there, uh, if you want to, if you need tax help, uh, Dewey, uh, reach out to me on, uh, email Dewey at taxpayer.one. Uh, so Dewey dot, Dewey at taxpayer.one. Absolutely. Dewey's a good guy. Um, He's straightforward yeah. and honest, and, and I guarantee you, if he wasn't, I would know, and he wouldn't be on this fucking show, so you can trust me on that. Yeah, if you if you need help and you're afraid that you can't afford it, I don't give a shit about money. We'll, fi- we'll try to fix it for you. And if you don't qualify for my program, and pretty much fucking everybody who asks does, but if you don't, um, I'll tell you up front what it's going to cost, and I'll give you a guarantee. Uh, of what it will cost. And if I can't help you, I will be upfront with you. Say, I can't help you rather than just siphoning your money. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, you see these guys on, on TV saying, you got tax problems. I'll help you. I can tell you, cause I've talked to some of those people years ago. They don't offer you much help, but they take a lot of money. Just try oh, yeah. to be careful who you deal with out there. And with, with, with Dewey, you can feel pretty confident. Like I say, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have them on the show if I didn't believe that. Well, Dewey, thanks very much for joining us. I appreciate it. I'm looking forward to being on your show sometime soon here. Um, thank you very much for coming by. Thank you for having me, Mike. I appreciate it, brother. No problem. I, we got a lot of good responses from folks that listened to the last show you were on, so it wasn't a hard choice to get you back on here. And you're welcome anytime you want to show up. Uh, just just email. You know how to get a hold of me. Just email me, I'm, and we'll set it up. I'm cool because I can just text you. I'll text yeah. you. Yeah, you can text me. You yeah. can text me. Uh, all right. Um, folks who, who were listening, I appreciate you taking the time out of your day to listen to Dewey and I. I hope you have a great day, and we will talk to you again tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the Rational Boomer Podcast. 
Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. We'll see you next time.